Welcome to Help You Help Me, the podcast where I ask you, the listener, for advice on my everyday life. And in return, I'll give you some advice on yours, although I'm highly uh, unqualified to do so. Um, but that hasn't stopped me from doing a lot of things that I'm not qualified to do. Anyway, my name is Eddie. The podcast email is helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. Twitter, H-Y-H-M underscore pod. Uh, and help you help me podcast across all the other socials. Um, that is Vero and Instagram and also Patreon. Um, so I'm really going to be digging for content today. Um, <laughs> um, but I will start off by saying, um, hey guys, I'm recording this show and releasing it on Halloween. Uh, so first and foremost, ho happy Halloween to all of you out there. Um, I, and anyone who is taking their children trick or treating, or, um, if you are for whatever reason, trick or treating yourself as a grown ass person, you are weird, but in any case, be careful, make sure that you are trick or treating in groups, make sure that the kids have a little reflective strip on their back. I know that they might feel like it's ruining their co their, their costume, but whatever, carry flashlights. Um, and make sure that you're, um, trick-or-treating in places that you are familiar with, um, and all and whatnot. I'm sure all of this stuff can be found online, but please be safe out there trick-or-treating. If you're going to be out at the Halloween parties, uh, Lyft and Uber are there for a reason. So if you plan on, um, getting Smashing Pumpkins, then definitely, definitely call a ride-sharing service of some sort and get home safe. Have fun, get home safe. That is the goal for tonight. Also, a little public service announcement. Um, I have to say it. Um, all, any of you out there who are thinking of going uh, to any Halloween function in blackface uh, or brownface, or any face that is not your own, please don't. I'm not even going to ask you to reconsider it. I'm just gonna ask you to not do that. Um, that is the quickest way to get you um, beat up or um, alienated from your friend group or whatever. Um, so please let's not dress as Nazis. Um, you know, maybe Nazi zombies are okay, but let's not. <laughs> Nazi zombies are not okay. Let's not dress as Nazis. Let's not dress in blackface. Um, let's make Halloween. Uh, let's make Halloween a positive experience with lots of nice and spirited um, uh, costumes. Um, you know, no sexy nuns, please, for the love of Jesus. Uh, and you know. Maybe cut back on the sexy versions of things. Those are dumbass costumes that don't normally translate well or make sense. Um, and that goes for the sexy men's costumes. If I see one more fucking gladiator, uh, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. So anyway, um, happy Halloween, guys. Like I said, be careful, be safe, treat each other with respect. Um, and um, all the kids out there, uh, grab as much candy as you can and uh, do not take it to school tomorrow. Um, the teachers will take it and not give it back and then eat all of it. So 
Um, anyway, um, so there's going to be, um, a new Hear Me Out this episode. I did listen to Robin's new album called Honey. I'll give my thoughts on that. There'll be a new, uh, watch out just recapping some of the shows that I've watched. I think I'm finally fucking caught up on everything, which is bizarre because I just never thought I would be. But I am. I'm caught up on everything. Yay. Hand claps. Um, and I don't know her. Finally. I knew not, I don't know her, but all that's coming up after some Yahoo's answers, questions, answers. Now, as for the emails, I have none. Um, so if you are interested in participating in the show, if you are not interested in participating in the show, do it anyway. The email, um, the inbox is bone dry this week. So go back and listen to the shows. Give me some feedback on the shows. Doesn't always have to be questions or answers to my questions. Sometimes it can just be feedback. Hey, your show is fill in the blank. Hey, you are fill in the blank. Hey, that was fill in the blank. Um, I appreciate any and all contact from you guys. So um, the best ways to get in touch with me are the email, uh, help you help me pod at gmail.com and um, Twitter, H-Y-H-M underscore pod and uh, Instagram in Vero, all of the places. Hope you help me podcast. Uh, get in touch with me on any of those platforms, whichever one you feel most comfortable. Um, you know, hit me up at, um, and I will. Uh, you know, if you don't want me to read your email, I won't. Um, but uh, if you are looking for advice from other listeners, or advice from me, or if you have advice for me, or if you just want to tell me what you think about the show. If it stinks, or if it's awesome, or if you're not really listening to it, um, it's just on in the background. <laughs> uh, definitely uh, hit me up in any one of those platforms. Anyway, um, as far as a couple weeks ago, I did ask a question about um, uh, home care remedies, and a lot of you... Um, did well the, the few people who did send in emails um did give me a little bit of feedback as far as um things they do for skincare uh lots of you out there use um really great skincare um routines like oatmeal and honey for um oatmeal and steel cut steel cut oatmeal and local honey um which is expensive and i don't know why you're putting it on your face but okay uh, but I guess it's because there's like not as much sugar or something in it, but um, use that as um, skin clarifying mask. Some of you still use the old um, egg shampoo. <laughs> wow. I thought that that wasn't a thing, but apparently people are still out here using the, the egg shampoo. Um, some of you are um, using um brown sugar a little bit of honey it looks like um as a face scrub or lip scrub which seems delightful so um i'm gonna try to use some of these and some of you are there are, are suggesting activated charcoal for some things i have to look into activated charcoal a little bit more 
Um, I've heard other people on other podcasts suggest it, and it's not that I don't believe it, but, um, you know, just I, 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 I have to research it for myself. But anyway, keep those emails coming, guys. And uh, those of you who have not written into the show, uh, go ahead and do it. I'm not going to bite unless you, unless you ask or um, take me to dinner first. Then I'll bite all you want. Anyway, um, so we will be back with some Yahoo's questions, answers questions. So I think I uh, begged and pleaded enough in the um, opening of the show for you guys to participate in the podcast by sending me your emails at helpyouhelpmepod at gmail.com. So, you know, do it. (laughs) Also, uh, my uh, question for you guys is this. So I now have an opportunity to monetize uh, the... um, podcast um outside of patreon but and and however in order to do that i have to take down the episodes that have music in them um since anchor does not offer a way to edit uh within a podcast unless you have an ipad which i do not have um that means I would have to either delete entire hear me out sections or the entire episode altogether. So it is kind of cool that I can do that, but also I don't know if I'm willing to lose that much content. So send me your emails on what I should do about the podcast and removing the music from the podcast. Again, the, pod, the podcast email is help you help me uh, pod at gmail.com. HYHM underscore pod uh, is the Twitter handle. And help you help me podcast on Vero and Instagram. This is kind of important, guys. I actually really, really need your feedback on this. Should I um, delete episodes? Should I just delete the hear me out sections? Um, let me know what you think. Uh, all right, go on to the Yahoo's questions, answers, questions, questions, answers, answers. Man, let me tell you something. Once you get close to an election, uh, Yahoo's answers is the ghetto. So um, these are going to be mostly relationship questions because fucking politics makes like makes me angry right now as a matter of fact we'll be getting into that a little bit later so i mean but politics is one thing uh people's racism is another so for that reason anything that i will be addressing that has anything to do with politics will not come from yahoo's answers because <laughs> um Somebody uh, taught racist, bigots, bigoted uh, assholes how to use their phones and computers, unfortunately. So, um, but the first question is kind of an interesting one. Um, it 
is a person who has a question about a prenuptial agreement. Except, so my fiance and I have lived together for four years. He has his own house, but we chose to move in with me at my house because of, because of location. We have both been married twice. He is 60, I am 48. We have young adult uh, kids not living at home. We went to each other from the beginning. If we get married, we will do a prenup because you have to, because you have a house and I have a house and he, and he's always agreed. So the wedding is coming up and I get a prenup. We disclose our finances uh to the attorney and the attorney draws up the prenup um uh, and he reads it and doesn't like it he said so say i live here 20 years what do i get out of your house i said you have a house you can just rent uh rent it sell it uh or invest your money and invest your money just as I have mine, he wants me to sign over my life. Uh, and that goes to my children. Oh my God, you did not proofread this at all. Anyway, she's saying that he wants her to basically sign over all of her stuff to him. And in the event that she dies, he gets everything and not her children. If I outlive him or we divorce, the policy has to stay in his name so his adult kids will benefit when he dies. That's not fair. I said, if you die, I get nothing from your house. You have no life insurance for me. Yes, he contributes towards the bills, but I pay all the bills out of my account. Uh, how can I talk to him and say it's not right? Or does he have a point? So he does not have a point. <laughs> so um, in, in agreeing to a prenuptial agreement, like he and you both have the right to protect assets that you are coming into the marriage with. Um, because um, if those assets were garnered through work, or investments that had nothing to do with your partner, then you should be able, in the event of death or divorce, you should be able to walk away with what you came to the marriage with. A prenuptial agreement is just, it's, a prenuptial agreement should protect both parties and not be biased towards one person or the other. So what he is asking for is unreasonable. And I, at this point, would think twice about marrying him. It does seem like once you guys are in a um, matrimonious state, when you, <laughs> or whatever, um, that he will do whatever it is that he can do to screw you out of your money. I just feel like if he is this set on changing your prenuptial agreement so that he benefits from it, he and his children benefit from it, 
in in the in in the um you know event of your untimely demise then that's unfair so it defeats the purpose of the of, of getting the prenup in the first place so i would definitely um not marry him if you guys can't come to an understanding about the parameters of the prenup um hold off on the wedding um maybe just date for the foreseeable future do not combine your finances with this guy doesn't seem like it's worth it so yeah All right, next question, or not question, next statement that I'm going to answer because sometimes people don't know how to write questions. All guys want to, all guys only want to have sex with me. Okay, I feel like every time I date someone, they only want to, they only want me for sex. I'm getting so tired of this. I'm 20 years old and I have slept with few guys, but the number is getting higher because they all use me. They usually ghost me after meeting me a few times. And what I find weird about this is that I've been dating very handsome boys that many girls go after, but also some boys not that handsome, and yet they ghost me. It sounds like I've been dating many guys, but I've dated four guys, which is pretty normal for my age, and slept with about 10. Weird. I don't understand this. I'm very skinny and I have no ass. So my body is probably not something that attracts them. So what's wrong with me? Well, friend, there's nothing wrong with you. Um, guys are gross. And guys in their 20s are very gross. So your problem is this. I think you're expecting... You're expecting a lot out of people who you may have gone on one or two dates with. And I think that you're giving into an expectation of sex when you don't have to. Have sex if you want to have sex. But if you go out with a guy and he has some sort of weird expectation of you to have sex with him. Um... And that's not what you want. Uh, kick him to the curb. Ghost him. Because sometimes guys need to taste of their own medicine. So, what I would do. Go out on your first date. Get to know that. I'm sorry. I'm definitely eating a Reese's cup right now because it's Halloween. So, bear with me. Go out on your first date with a guy. Get to know him. Um, and then in your, in your subsequent conversations, whether it be through text or on the phone, um, through messages, uh, or if you guys go out on a second date, if he brings up sex before... You are comfortable 
talking about sex, like if he brings up sex at a time that's like kind of inappropriate for you, you ghost him. Now, ghosting is not nice. As a matter of fact, it's kind of rude. However, when somebody's not respecting you or respecting, you know, your values, then you are well within your rights to not speak to that person. Um, You don't owe anybody sex. You definitely don't owe anybody a phone call. You don't owe anybody a third date. You don't owe anybody anything. You're not engaged to any of these guys. You're not married to any of these guys. You're not even really dating any of these guys. You're just going out on dates. So if sex is not on the table for you, um, then when the when the moment arises <laughs> where one of these guys will inevitably bring up sex before you are comfortable talking about it and if you try to shut the conversation down but they persist then just don't give them the time of day and definitely don't give them your pussy like honestly like ghost them you it's oh it's it's time for you to do it's time for women to start ghosting guys (laughs) i'm not saying it doesn't happen but i'm saying there are times where you can ghost a guy and it's really just helpful for your it's it's helpful for not just your own standing but it's also helpful for the guy because maybe maybe he'll get the message that you know not all girls want to be pressured into sex and if he's just a one night stand if you really do just want to have sex and and that's it and it's just a one night stand it's like that's cool um but also keep in mind that you might be inviting, hmm, how should I put this? Take a look at the guys that you've been dating, right? Do they all have something in common? Did you meet them all at the same bar or same kind of bar? Did you meet them on all online? Do they run in the same friend group? What I'm trying to ask in a roundabout way is, are they or are they not wearing the fuckboy uniform? Did they or did they not go to fuckboy university? You have to keep in mind that you might be attracted to a certain kind of guy. And that, my friend, is not the guy's fault. You're the common denominator in that scenario. So... Just think of those guys as the kind of guys that you want to have sex with, but not the kind of guys that you want to be in a relationship with. Honestly. Because if the same thing happens guy after guy after guy, there has to come a time and a point in time that you learn the lesson that this type of guy is the same like the across... You you can go to Italy and find the same kind of guy because that's the kind of guy that you're attracted to. So, you know, maybe physically, maybe he talks a certain way. Maybe he's just got like a certain kind of swag. And that's what you like. 
and that's that but that's what you're going to continue to get until you want better it seems like you are in a place where you do want better so what i would do is take that guy that kind of guy that guy that you're normally attracted to and put him in the fun time category these are the kind of guy this is the guy that i'm attracted to sexually this is the kind of guy until i am ready for a serious relationship the kind of guy that i'm just gonna date and fuck around with or whatever the case may be however do not uh don't blame the, i mean what I'm saying is it's not necessarily 100% the guys. Now, they suck. But also, give it some... Give some thought into the fact that maybe you're just choosing shitty dudes. So, there's that. Next question. Also, be very uh, aware that you just may be that, that that guys and girls all go through a whole phase, and you're you're probably just picking guys who are in a whole phase. Okay, I started dating a man, but he is pressuring. I don't know why this is weird. I, I started dating a man, but he's pressuring pressuring me to have sex with him. I don't feel comfortable. What should I say? We are in our 30s and not conservative people. However, I feel I don't know him enough yet. We went out four times over a month. He wanted to see me more, but I had been going through a busy period at work and family related. Sure. Uh, <laughs> proofread, people. Uh, his insistence on having sex makes me hesitate even more. I like him and he treats me well. Otherwise, what's a good way to handle the situation? Well... Good way to handle the situation is, like I said before, if you are not ready to have sex with someone, then do not have sex with them. If he does not understand that you are not ready to have sex with him, then he's not the right guy. Like, he can go on plenty of fit, you know, uh, Tinder or something and find somebody who just wants to have sex with him, and that will satisfy that need for him to just have sex. But do not have sex with someone who just wants to, who, who keeps pressuring, pressuring you into having sex. I don't care how much you like him. I don't care how good he is to you otherwise. This is a red flag. And the thing that gets people in trouble is going, this one thing about him is terrible, but there is no but. Red flags happen for a reason. And, and, and you're usually right about them. So take this red flag as a sign that he is not the one. He's wrong for you. You want somebody who is, you know, down to have sex, you know, now and today, and that's not you. And um, it's okay to take things slowly at first and and get to know somebody and have somebody get to know you or at the very least 
somebody who will wait until your life slows down and is on track and wait until you're not distracted and wait until that you're able to give, you know, a hundred percent, uh, in, in, in whatever capacity the relationship is, it, it's, it's people who are pressuring you to, I mean, he can go anywhere to just have sex with somebody. That's stupid. <laughs> but men always want you to feel honored that they want to fuck you. And it's like, okay, <laughs> I don't feel honored that you want to fuck me, dude. Like, <laughs> you can go fuck anybody. You can go fuck anybody. Why would I feel honored that you that you want to fuck me? That doesn't. I mean, I've accomplished a lot of things in my life, and uh, not on that list of things that I have accomplished in my life and that I'm I'm proud of is the fact that many people want to fuck me. That's not something to be. I don't care. So, what are you bringing to the table? Why should I want to fuck you? Why should I want to continue to speaking to you? Why should I want this to involve into into anything other than us? talking on the phone going out to dinner why should i want you to put your penis anywhere near me and i think it's a fair question to ask and also after you put your penis somewhere near me or in me is that going to continue or as the first the other uh, previous question are you going to ghost me these are all fair questions and and also probably questions that I'm going to probably start asking. Like, hey, um, do you plan on ghosting after this? Because you can just tell me this now so that I have no expectations. I'm going to be honest with you. Chances are I'm going to ghost you. Chances are <clears throat> that I will ghost you. I've done it before. <laughs> no, seriously, I actually have I've ghosted nearly everybody that I've ever dated. Um, which I am not proud of, but I'm also not in a relationship because I don't know what that is and I don't know how to unpack it. So, um, though, that is a major red flag. I am a walking red flag, but I feel like the insight is this. Um, a lot of people don't know how to make a clean break. A lot of people don't know how to tell you that all they want is sex. So when they get that thing, and I think that you're not able to handle a casual relationship. That's where ghosting comes in. So you have to be upfront about what it is you want. Do you want a casual relationship or do you want a not casual relationship? Are you looking for a long-term relationship? And you're, it, it is fair for you to ask that of the person that you're going to have sex with. If they're not comfortable with the fact that you want to have a long-term relationship or um, if you are and they want a casual relationship, um, it, it is fair for you to say, well, then I don't think sex is going to happen. It's really not on the table. That's not what I want. Or if you just want a casual relationship, if you just wanted to have sex, fine. Let's get it out of the way and never speak again. Or I'm not ready to have sex at all. It's just not the time in my life right now. So you can either stay in touch or not, it's up to you. But those are the options I would give. So. Wow, two questions in and people are just 
not giving up the booty. Um, my boyfriend wants me to move into his apartment, but it is, it is disgusting. And if I don't, he will uh, break up with me. Um, uh, bye. <laughs> no, seriously, man. Like, why would you move into somebody else's mess? Uh, it says my boyfriend has a job but lives in a not so great apartment. And honestly, it's probably it, it, it's probably the worst thing I've seen in the longest. His attitude is why I care because he isn't living there forever, except he has been living there for 20 years and it continues to crumble. There is such a bad roach problem that they walk across the bed and you find them in your bag and it's really, oh, hell no. And there is really no heat, and the kitchen slash bathroom really doesn't work. I am not a materialistic person, but I can't move in there. I finally have a stable job and want to live in a place without a roach problem and steady heat. And with steady heat um, and with the functioning kitchen. He tells me we need to save money and move somewhere else. But if I don't move in, then he will break up with me because he doesn't see us growing. Am I wrong for not moving in? <laughs> Oh, sweetheart. Break up with this motherfucker tonight. As a matter of fact, if you can get uh if you can get your hands on a flux capacitor, go back in time to when he said that shit and break up with him then. Because Girl, don't nobody want to move into a fucking roach-infested apartment with no bathroom, no kitchen, and no heat? We trying to move onward and upwards. And you could barbecue with mildew, and it sure seems like he's sleeping in some fucking mildew right now. So there is no way in hell I would move into somebody's nasty, shitty, gross, roach-infested, no heat, no kitchen, no bathroom, stank-ass motherfucking apartment under no circumstances and certainly not under the ultimatum that you would break up with me bitch bye i will see you later and i will move into somebody's apartment or have somebody move into my place and share my bills that give a fuck about cleanliness and sanit and, and being sanitary um you can go fuck around with all the garbage pail kids that you want to <laughs> You can go ahead and bring Pigpen up in here and do your worst. But I will not be a part of it. I'm sure you have had your fun with this motherfucker. I'm sure the dick is bomb. But what you need to do is break up with that motherfucker tonight. Moving to your nasty ass apartment. Hell no, I'm not moving to your apartment. Ugh, you got a roach. Ugh, they crawl on the bed. Ugh. Uh, God, they all in your bag and shit, which means that you taking roaches back to your house, girl. No, bye. Ugh, no, 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 Tony. No, ugh, fuck that. That's gross. No, we are good. Break up with him. Fuck him. Fuck him in his gross apartment. He lives in Joe's apartment and he wants you to move in that bitch too. If you've never seen Joe's apartment. <sighs> That's where she, that's where he wants her to move into. <laughs> uh, 
Do this motherfucker a favor and break up with him. That way he don't have to break up with you. Boom. There you go. Is it wrong for a 21-year-old female to date a 30-year-old single dad? Mm. No. I mean, you're both adults. Um, he's a different kind of adult. It's not that he's nine years older than you. It's that he's nine years older than you and has a kid. And um, that, that parents are different kinds of adults than those of us who are adults without children, to be sure. Um, I don't think you should ever discount love wherever you find it. But if you're grown and he's grown and the only thing that is different between your lifestyles is that he has a child and you don't, I think it's, it, it, if he's, if he's co-parenting, which uh, and he doesn't have the child full time, like whatever, by, by co-parenting, I mean, if the mother is not incarcerated or dead or hasn't signed over her parental rights and he doesn't have the child full time, then you should be able to have, you should be able to make a pretty good compromise and the time that you spend together versus the time that he's spending with his child. I don't think you should meet his child anytime within the first year of you guys dating if you date for that long i think you should hold off on that until you meet the mother um and the mother approves of you i think that once the relationship is past a year and it is on kind of a more serious track that it's appropriate to meet uh, a person's child but i don't think you should do that soon but i think that's also a discussion between you and, and and him and 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 whatever parameters that he may have or may not have set up with um the, the child's mother um i know that that's a, a discussion that a lot of um uh, people who are co-parenting um do have about introducing children to um new partners um and it's a good one to have because you don't want to get attached to some kid um you know within the first you know five or six months of dating somebody and then you guys break up in month seven and then you have this bond with this child and you know it sucks so i would say hold off on meeting his kid until after the first year uh meet the mother first get on her good side and then um and then meet the child and then see where it goes from there. You know, hopefully the child doesn't hate you. So there's that. We're going to end on a kind of a serious question here. Um, since my sister committed uh, suicide, my parents have done nothing but fight. How do I heal their marriage? You don't heal their marriage. It is not your responsibility to heal your parents' marriage ever. I don't care what they're going through. I don't care why they're fighting. It is not your responsibility to step in and heal your parents' marriage in any sort of way. What you can do is sit your parents down and, and acknowledge to them that you are aware of the stress and the strife and the grief that they are going through because of your sister's suicide. Suggest counseling for the two of them individually. And then maybe counseling together, the three of you, as a family. 
family counseling is super important in times of grief in times of mourning especially when someone in the immediate family has passed away um and especially in and passed away in a way like suicide um it's important for to rally together and to show support to one another so i would suggest that the three of you go into family counseling and talk out how the grieving process has affected you as a family, but also see a therapist individually and talk about how the grieving process um, has affected you as individuals with your therapist. Um, I can imagine the amount of guilt that your parents must feel in, in the fact that your sister committed suicide. And I'm not sure if there's any guilt on your part. A lot of times when somebody in a family commits suicide, everybody finds some sort of fault or blame um, in themselves. Um, but um, maybe just gently suggest that family counseling, that you would like to participate in family counseling and you think that that would be good for your own healing and maybe your parents will do it for you. Um, and in doing it for you, they, they may find something, um, they may find strength in that. So I also think that, I also think that you should, um, just, you know, if you guys haven't talked about your, your sister's death together as a family, um, that's probably the best way to do it. It's just with, 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 with a licensed professional. So, all right. That is that. We'll be back with Hear Me Out. Missing You by Robin from her new album, Honey. Um, that's the title track and first single. And I will... Honey is... Let me just start by saying Honey is perfect. Honey is a, it is a perfectly crafted pop album. Um, it blew me away. And I've listened to it, I think, no less than, you know six or seven times since um since last week <laughs> um no since earlier this week actually so and and i didn't plan on doing a hear me out for this episode um but when i listened to it i knew this had to be the next i did the next um hear me out so it is a departure from body talk and not in a not in a jarring way, not in a way that doesn't sound like Robin. It's a departure from body talk 
in that um, it's a lot more subtle and it's it's very grounded. It's not so um, spacey and trippy and you, you know uh, robotic um, like Body Talk was. Body Talks Body Talk definitely had sort of a more electronica vibe and theme to it, whereas Honey is very um, Honey is very honest and and it's very and, and and I think that it has the honesty um, that was able to shine through on Body Talk without all of the production. So it's very rooted in Robin's vocal ability, which is off the charts. She's also she's always been um, a great vocalist, um, but the production itself is um sparse there's not a lot happening with the production um and that lets the emotion of the writing shine through and also her voice which again is second to none his second track um a human being is um probably my second favorite song on the album i think missing you is my favorite song on the album it's my my second favorite song on the album. The title track "Honey" is um, very sort of uh, oof. Um, there's a sort of '90s house vibe to to the title track, and I love it. <laughs> I think that if you haven't had a chance to listen to "Honey" by Robin. You know, it, 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 first of all, listen to it as soon as you possibly can. Um, it's a brilliant piece of work. Um, it shows a, it shows a growth and maturity, um, in the type of artist that Robin is that I think that you don't get to see from a lot of artists who are more uh, so, um, influenced by or controlled by. A major label she's still on you know on, on her own um 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 on can you can her her own imprint which is Konnichiwa records um so she doesn't answer to anybody by her, but herself and i love robin for that because she's a boss um and she's not only a boss but she's a boss able to put out she's put out uh, uh, music all over the world and doesn't really have to answer to anybody but herself and her fans and i love that so um if i had one complaint about honey is that it's it's pretty short um i but i get it like you have to get 40 minutes for me is enough time it's 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 just enough time you know what i mean um it just comes in at not wasting my time listening to this kind of like the wyoming sessions were kind of a waste of time because they were all like under 30 minutes every one of those albums um this comes in right at um like a respectable time where it's like okay cool but i also um realize that everybody's probably not going to put out you know lemonade and <laughs> everybody's not going to put out um albums that 
um, are an hour and a half to two hours long. So, um, but in, in that respect, I think honey is, um, it, it's a good, it, it's a great album to listen to while you work out. It's a great album to listen to. If you just want to sit back and chill, it's, it's definitely got its dancey moments, but I, 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 I can't say enough good things about this album. Go listen to honey by Robin as soon as you possibly can. It's amazing. So I think earlier in the show, I actually called this segment Watch Out, uh, and I forgot that I changed the name to Watch This. And so this is Watch This. So uh, old habits die hard. Please forgive me. Anyway, um, so I I finally caught up on all of the season's TV shows, um, except for Empire, because I have to be high to watch Empire, uh, because I already deal with a certain level of anger and anxiety, um, and that show just causes more anger and anxiety for me so um i need a good like i need a good like hybrid in order to get through it like i need a i need a a, a space bomb or 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 a gg4 to get rid to get through that shit man because it i mean it just causes a lot of fucking anxiety um um, but I'll get into why that's not going to happen a little bit later and I don't know her anyway. Um, so, uh, I didn't catch the second episode of the Connors. Um, although that's not through, that, that's only because I forgot about it. Um, but I'll try to catch up on that after I finish this. Um, and, um, I, uh, I'm going, and I also plan on watching the Beguiled tonight. Uh, the Sofia Coppola uh, directed movie because it looks creepy and it's Halloween. Um, Atomic Blonde was garbage. I hated it. Um, and I still don't get Blade Runner 2049. I tried watching it again, but I haven't seen the original Blade Runner, as I said before. So I feel like there is a little bit of a disconnect there. And I'm going to have to watch Blade Runner in order to uh, kind of really understand what's going on in 2049 because it does not seem like a standalone film it seems very much like a sequel um and i watched it it was great it was great um oh oh i watched the first episode of season two of castlevania oh my god it's so good um castlevania is on netflix guys um, if you haven't seen the first season it's only eight episodes um jump into that Second season is now up. It is great. Third season of, uh, of, of Daredevil is a little bit slow so far. I'm only on like the third episode, but that's how these Marvel Netflix shows work. Um, kind of pissed about Luke Cage. Actually, I'm kind of pissed about Iron Fist as well. It got good in the second season. It got really good in the second season. Um, and I think had they given it a chance and given it a third season, it could have proven itself to be one of the, one of the better... Uh, Marvel shows it just had to get through that rocky first season first um, but the second season was great um, Jessica Jones I think has signed on through season three but we'll see what happens with that and um, Punisher's coming back so there's a lot happening um, with uh, TV right now um, and oh yeah man I watched Child's Play oh, oh talk about classic horror movies to watch on Halloween you know, and Christmas. 
Oh, The Nightmare Before Christmas. Oh, my God. Now's the time that I can watch that movie every week until Christmas, um, which definitely will happen because that is what I do between Halloween and Christmas. It's once a week I watch A Nightmare Before Christmas. That is a secret that nobody but me knows. So um, that's it. I don't know her as next. Okay, so this is I don't know her, and I don't know two people this week. And if you would be so kind, you two walking Halloween costumes named Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, please come over here and sit your clown asses down. So recently, um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj decided to go back and forth on the internet um like two birds um and talk about shit that no one cares about and that is at least six months to nine months old somebody could have just stated an entire baby in the time that it took them to reminisce uh on old beef um so cardi's mad that Nikki changed her verse on Motorsport, which is a song that uh, it was his Amigo song that featured both Cardi B and Nicki Minaj and could have been a great moment in hip hop history uh, between two powerhouse female MCs. Um, but they decided to fuck that up by again being chicken heads. Um, then uh, Nikki accused Cardi of trying to quote unquote. St- stop her bag uh and then of course cardi threw a shoe at nikki during fashion week and there was a fight and nikki claims that somebody in her entourage put hands on cardi and cardi says bitch you dizzy and then went on insta went on instagram and posted so many videos <laughs> with quote unquote receipts uh and i feel like the both of you bitches are tired i'm tired and you're tired a reason why i don't know either one of you is because you can't see outside of yourselves and your stupid little beef that no one gives a fuck about except for 14 year old barbs and 14 year old barty gang bitches who don't have jobs and don't care about anything and you two are their fucking worlds instead of getting on the internet the two of you instead of getting on the internet and and acknowledging that there was a national tragedy that happened in pittsburgh where a anti-semitic nutbag walked into a synagogue and opened fire on innocent parishioners instead of acknowledging that that act of violence against citizens of the United States was deplorable and sick and needed to be addressed by two of the most powerful people in hip hop. Instead of doing that, instead of encouraging your fucking fans to go out and vote, and instead of encouraging people 
to if they see something, say something. If you see somebody in your neighborhood acting weird, say something. If you it, 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 instead of doing all those things, you decided to talk about a beef that only the two of you and your dumbass fans care about. That's what you decided to do with your platform. You instead of reaching out and 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 acknowledging that there's a national fucking tragedy that happened in Pittsburgh, which is not far away from where the fuck you are because you're in New York. Instead of doing those things, you two dumb turkey bird ass bitches decided to go back and forth on the fucking internet. I don't know either one of you because this is stupid and it makes no, no one but the two of you fucking dumbass parakeet ass bitches care about this beef no one does not one of us we're all adults who care about our fellow human beings and the fact that some crazy neo-nazi asshole nutbag walked into a synagogue and killed a 97 year old woman who was a who's a fucking holocaust survivor amongst other people who were just trying to worship and practice their religion instead of acknowledging the fact that that shit is fucked up and we need to do better in this country we need tougher gun laws we need to figure out a way to be tougher on neo-nazis and hate groups in this country we need to figure out a way to fucking end senseless violence like this you two fucking raven ass pigeon ass chicken ass peacock ass bitches decide to be birds on the internet i hate the both of you fuck the both of you i'm never listening to either one of your music again because this was trash Two of you are garbage, and until you do better, I will not be mentioning or acknowledging your existence again. Thanks. Bye. Oh, also, fuck you, Donald Trump. Seriously, you want to uh, make it so that people who are born to immigrant parents in this country are not considered citizens of this country? And you think you can do that through executive order? We'll see. Fuck you, Cheeto. You are garbage as well. There's no redeeming you. There's nothing good about you. You're not funny. You're not, you're, 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 a, you're the celebrity in chief, as Charlemagne would say. You're not a political figure. You're, you're a fucking piece of garbage. And you're the piece of garbage. You're the kind of garbage that empowers and emboldens other kinds of garbage to walk into synagogues and open fire on innocent people. Do you have the nerve to say that maybe that wouldn't have happened if there was an armed guard inside of the synagogue? So we put armed guards inside of fucking places of worship now? That's the solution? You're trash, dude. Fuck you, Donald Trump. I hope somebody fucking shoots you in the head. And I hope the Secret Service says, hey, guess what? We're armed and it still happened. Because you know what? Violence happens everywhere, and it doesn't matter if there's an armed guard.
you are a garbage person and everybody that voted for you are garbage people and everybody who continues to support your rhetoric and bullshit are garbage people. Like I said before, all of you Republicans are going to have to show me receipts that you're not neo-Nazi racists who are supporting this man because you are out to serve your own agenda of making this country as white as it can possibly fucking be. Fuck you guys. You are trash. Also, fuck the state of Florida. Fuck the state of Florida. Let me tell you something. I don't use cannabis because I'm trying to get high. As I pointed out before, I suffer from anxiety. I suffer from depression. I want to kill myself at any given time, and I don't know when that's going to happen. That is the, the life of someone who suffers from depression and suffers from anxiety. And I am not the type of person who's going to go out and down a bunch of pharmaceuticals because I want to get rid of a problem that can be solved with something that grows out of the ground. And the fact that you motherfuckers make it so fucking hard for somebody to obtain their marijuana license makes no fucking sense to me. What, you need a proof of my fucking address before and I gave you that and that wasn't good enough. Now you needed a proof of my address now when I gave you that and now there's a fucking problem and I need you to fucking explain it to me. State of Florida Health Department, why is it so hard for somebody who needs this medication to get it? Because if I wanted to go out and get opioids or go out and get uh, an antidepressant, you guys would not only pay for it, you would hand it out like fucking candy on Halloween. So state of Florida, I don't know you because I know how this process works. What you don't know is that I work at a dispensary, or you do know it. Sorry, I've said it on this podcast before. I know how this process works. I've been through it with people before. You guys are trash. I don't know what proof, what other proof I need to give you that I'm a human and that I live in the state of Florida and that my address is the one that I've told you, but the fact that you've told me three times after I've already proved to you what my fucking address is, that you need proof of address, you guys are garbage. So, yeah, I'm sorry. That was a whole rant. Anyway, um, <laughs> that's cool. I'll just buy a fucking pot off the street and you guys can kiss my ass. I'll do it. The, like, I'll become, I'll become a problem. That's it. I'll just become a problem. So we're going to wrap up the show now. All right, guys, that's it. That's the show. Um, I had to take a minute and calm down. That's a little bit of a heated, uh, I don't know her. Uh, so take a minute, uh, write a couple emails, <laughs> drink some water. Uh, and, and that sort of thing. So, um, in, in the Anna Banana shout out section today, I'd like to shout out my friend Serena. Thank you for listening to the podcast. Uh, thank you for uh, your feedback on the podcast, and I will have you on soon. Um, also, again, and always and forever, shout out to Anna Banana, who was supposed to be on the podcast, but then everything happened uh, to me, and then I wasn't able to make it over there for the podcast. Um, so I will, uh, make that up to you and the audience by, uh, being on the podcast, not this coming, um, not this coming week, but the week after maybe, I don't know. Let me know. Um, um, both. And then I'm going to have Serena on the podcast after that. 
And then um, that's my goal is to have as many of my friends on the podcast who uh, want to come and participate with this silly show. Um, Aaron um, will be on the podcast as well. Check out his podcast on anchor.fm. It's called I'll Do Better Next Time. Uh, it's it's honestly the greatest name for a podcast I've ever heard. He's only got one episode up now, and I hope this encourages him to post more episodes. His first episode is phenomenal. Um, I, I, I couldn't be prouder of his podcast. So you guys listen to Aaron's podcast. It is called I'll Do Better Next Time. He tried to call it something else. I said, I thought your podcast was called I'll Do Better Next Time. It's a better name. And it is. So it says a lot about who he is and um, in his thought process in life. And he's just a cool guy and I love him to pieces. So if you guys listen to that podcast, um, um, also a uh, shout out to a new podcast that I'm listening to. Also an anchor podcast uh, called uh, Fuck Work, But I'm a Go. Anyway, it's either called Fuck Work, But I'm a Go or fuck work but i'm gonna go anyway anyway uh find that podcast listen to it it is amazing you learn a lot actually you learn a lot on that podcast you learn a lot about the first episode they talk about fmla if you guys don't know what that is um and uh different functions of that and what jobs are um what what your particular place of work uh, may or may not participate in where it concerns FMLA and that sort of thing. So if you want to know what your work, your rights are from two people who are, um, as they describe themselves, ratchet HR professionals, and they are, um, listen to uh, their podcast. It is, it, it's a great podcast. And, and I, I really did fall in love with it. Just listening to the first episode. So, um, Anyway, that's it. I ain't got to sign off because I don't have a sign off. Bye.